Welcome to Manowaker Studios Flash Fiction Podcast. I'm C.B. Drogi. This week, The Patron Saint of Kapoa Island by Jefferson Novicki. Big Chien began erupting five days ago. We saw it blow from Liberton. You would think if a volcano erupted in another country we'd be safe, but that's not how it works for us. Big Chien makes up the eastern border of Moorland, and we, the inhabitants of Liberton, live in the shadow of Big Chien. But we live in Compandia, the western neighboring country to Moorland. We'd live in the capital of Compandia, 150 miles east, if we could afford it. But we can't. Real estate is cheap if you live in the shadow of a volcano. This is an example of cancerous geography. It's something the government of Moorland has been anticipating for so many years. When the lava began to make its way for Liberton, you could almost hear the cheers from the Capitol building in Danambo. That's because Moorland declared that any new land formed due to Big Chien lava was part of Moorland. They already had the larger part of Kapoa, but with their population boom and their tech hub, they were looking to grow. For Compandia's part, they tried to redirect the lava by digging trenches and some other stuff, but lava don't care. It goes where it wants and it eats what it wants. Lava's the perfect tool for nationalism. Moreland had already had their claim backed by their own Supreme Court and was prepared to knock down any international challenges. It's just how it worked over in Moreland, and we knew they'd probably succeed, so instead of going with the courts, which we didn't have any money for, Liberton went with what he had, which was witches and shaman. We gathered our best channels to the other world together and asked advice. It became a Dice-rolled, pentagram, tea-leaved consensus that if we, Liberton, didn't evacuate, then our spiritual centers couldn't be torn away from us. If we did evacuate, who could say what we'd find when we returned and what state we'd find ourselves in? Surprisingly practical advice, if you ask me, so we decided to heed it. It's one thing to say you're going to stay, but it's another thing to actually stand your ground as you see molten rock hissing and boiling and rolling down the mountain to knock on the western door of your shitty little town. So despite our shamanistic vows, most of us claimed it's God's will or bad luck and struck out for greener pastures in the capital. How can you blame us? We knew how it would go down. The lava was cool and mesmerizing, till it got close and you realized how fucking hot it was, and that was when you got the hell out of there. Or at least that's what I did, but not my sister. She planted herself in a plastic lawn chair in the dirt of our backyard and said, I'm not going anywhere. Come and get me, Moorland. Moorland sent news crews to film the historic expansion of their nation. A newscaster reported that after everything cooled, rumor had it the government planned to build a spanking new housing development and call it Liberation Village. One camera caught Lisa from behind watching the lava get closer, probably about... Fifty feet away at that point. Having already destroyed a good bit of Liberton, the newscaster asked if she was having trouble saying goodbye to her home. She answered that she wasn't saying goodbye. She was getting ready to barbecue. The newscaster laughed. My sister didn't. 
Seriously, he said, what do you plan to do after Libertown? Go fuck yourself, she said. We can't use that, the newscaster said to his cameraman, and they turned to go. Hey, wait, she shouted. The camera turned back on her. Film me getting burned alive, she said. You could almost feel the camera flinch. Even when I watch it now, fifteen years later, that's the moment I wait for and shiver. It's all in the silence that sits down and spreads out after her words. That's the moment she stood them down, stood us all down. But we raised her up later, and they did exactly what my sister suggested. They filmed her. I can never watch that part, but plenty of people have. That's what started everything. Moreland did send us her ashes a few days later, so they claimed. How could they tell? At that point, everything was ash. This has been The Patron Saint of Kapoa Island, written by Jefferson Navicki, and first appearing in Flock. Manowaker Studios Flash Fiction Podcast is supported by patrons on Patreon. Visit patreon.com slash manowaker to find out more. The Flash Fiction Podcast theme song is by Kevin McLeod. Manowaker Studios Director of Dice is Ben Baston. The podcast is produced, edited, and narrated by me, C.B. Drogi. You can follow me on Twitter at C-B-D-R-O-E-G-E. Thanks for listening. On the next installment of Flash Fiction Podcast, one night, a fellow appeared in their bedroom out of nowhere.